Shio, Shiashi here, bringing you this week's mini episode on a case a few of you may be familiar with. But I wanted to bring this back to light because like so many of the families we have talked about in previous episodes, this family has yet to have closure. In October 2019, Faith Lindsay seemingly vanished without a trace. Born on April 27, 2002, Faith grew up in Ada, Oklahoma. However, at 17 years old at the time of her disappearance, she was reportedly living with her boyfriend, Tanner Washington, in Paul's Valley, which for reference is about 30 miles away from Ada. Faith was a member of the Chickasaw Nation of Oklahoma. The Chickasaw were considered by the U.S. one of the five civilized tribes in the southeast and were forced by the U.S. government to sell their traditional lands in the 1832 Treaty of Pontotoc Creek and moved west to Indian Territory, which is now present-day Oklahoma. According to the Urban Indian Health Institute report on MMIW, Oklahoma has the 10th highest number of missing and murdered Indigenous women and girl cases at 18, although... Due to the lack of comprehensive and rural data available, the true numbers are likely much higher. Faith was last seen on October 28, 2019. She was reported missing by her family on November 4th, one week after she was last seen. Reports indicate that family members did receive texts from her phone number in the days following her disappearance, but they told police it did not sound like they came from her. Faith's relationship with 24-year-old Tanner at the time was not one that her family agreed with. In fact, Faith's sister Justice said, quote, We tried and tried to get her away from him. She was so young. She didn't realize. She didn't know what love was, really, and she thought she loved him. In the beginning of their relationship, he spoiled Faith but there were signs of domestic violence. Justice has said that he had went to jail at least once or twice, that someone had called the cops on him for hitting Faith. She said, quote, he would do that and then he would try to make it up to her. That's why she would stick around. She wasn't used to getting spoiled the way he did to her. At the time Faith disappeared, Tanner was on probation for domestic assault and battery against her. Heavy.com reported that in an interview with law enforcement, Tanner admitted the relationship between him and Faith had become physical several times. He also acknowledged that he could be controlling of her and he thought Faith may have been about to break up with him. Native American women are two to three times more likely than women of any other race to experience violence, stalking, or sexual assault, according to the Justice Department. More than four out of five Indigenous women reported that they have been the victim of violence, and 96% of them described their attacker as a non-Native American, according to a 2016 National Institute of Justice report. Now, Faith's sister Justice told Dateline that the night her sister was missing, she received a text from Tanner that said, quote, He texted me Monday night saying that he can't find her. She's missing, freaking out. Justice also stated that she kept receiving phone calls from Faith's number, but as soon as she would answer, the phone would hang up, which to her was very suspicious. Investigators believed, based on interviews and other evidence, that those texts and calls were sent by Tanner at the time. He was accused of lying to the sheriff's department about when he had last seen Faith alive. His story changed at least three times over the course of the interviews with investigators. Tanner initially said that he dropped Faith off at Sonic, where she worked, on Sunday, October 27th. He said that when he returned two hours later, she wasn't there and that her co-workers had told him that she had not shown up for work. Then he told investigators that he drove around for the next two days looking for his girlfriend and that she had apparently tried to call him in the middle of the night. 
He again changed the details of his story later on, stating that he had actually dropped Faith off at work on October 28th. He was arrested on October 29th on charges of knowingly making a false report of a crime and obstructing an officer. According to court documents, Tanner was released on bail and he was ordered to appear in court on December 3rd, but did not show up. A bench warrant for his arrest was issued on December 6th. He was eventually arrested on December 19th at a 7-Eleven by Dell City police officers. He was considered the prime suspect at that time. The case was eventually dismissed due to the McGirt decision, which basically means that the case was dropped because the alleged crime happened on Native American land. Thankfully, federal charges were filed as a result of this dismissal. So I suppose you're asking what evidence was found because the constant change in stories is a bit sus. Well, in an article from the Ada News, it stated that according to an affidavit filed by Federal Bureau of Investigation Special Agent Samuel McAfee, authorities believe that Tanner willfully and maliciously shot Faith, causing her death. In the affidavit, McAfee said that on October 28, 2019, Tanner told an ex-girlfriend that Faith was dead and he was the reason she had been killed. The ex-girlfriend had observed that Tanner had what appeared to be blood on his shoes, pants, and iPhone. And Tanner also told his ex-girlfriend that it was Faith's blood that was on him. The ex-girlfriend suggested that Tanner meet with some people at a church, and it was during this meeting on or around October 28, 2019, when this occurred. During this meeting, Tanner reportedly said that Faith had been shot in the head over the weekend. The wife of one of the people Tanner spoke with then contacted the Seminole County Sheriff's Office to report the information. Law enforcement officers later found several clues during their investigation. As well as the blood on Tanner's clothing and phone, investigators discovered blood in Tanner's car and in a pickup he had sold shortly after Faith's disappearance. Blood was discovered on the carpet of the back seat and on a set of sunglasses. Swabs from Faith's mother and father were a biological match to the samples of blood found. To this day, Faith Lindsay has never been found. She is described as 5'2 and 120 pounds with brown hair and blue eyes. She has a tattoo on her abdomen of a key with the initials JL and SM and a cross tattoo on her thumb. Anyone with information that could help investigators find Faith is asked to phone the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation at 800-522-8017 or email tips at OSBI. Dot okay dot G-O-V. Those who report information can remain anonymous. We'll be back on Monday, April 18th, with a brand new full episode. In the meantime, you can find links to information found for this mini episode on our Facebook and Instagram at We Are Resilient Podcast, or you can visit us at www.war-podcast.com. Shkee.